Welcome to another episode of Civic Cypher. I am your host, Ramses Ja. He is Ramses Ja. I am Q Ward. Mm-hmm. We are Civic Cypher. Yes, indeed. Uh, be sure to stick around. We got a lot in store for you today. Of course, a lot of crazy things happened this past week. Um, so we're going to talk about them. And funnily enough, actually take a break from talking about some of the normal stuff that we talk about to talk about some of the other normal stuff that we talk about. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Anyway, um, you may have seen the viral video of the little black children at the parades, the Sesame Street parade in particular. Um, so we're going to talk about that um, and uh, try to make heads or tails of that. And we're going to be fair. I plan to be very fair with that one. Um, and we're also going to talk about uh, something that LeBron James said, you know, Q's going to do a little bit more talking here because Q knows a little bit more about sports, but um, we're going to discuss how easily racism makes its way into sports and like athletics and such a sort of strange thing to experience. Not really. It is America. It's unusual though, because think. These people are being celebrated for being very good at the top of their craft and putting on a very entertaining experience. But we'll talk more about it later, but very good at entertaining. Okay, yeah, we're seeing each other's points. here. Yes, sir. But yes, we will return to that Um, for our way. Black history fact, we're going to talk about Jim Crow laws. Um, And that's something that you may or may not have heard about, be familiar with. But um, it's definitely something that will help explain how black people never really got off on the right foot in this country once we got out of slavery and everything else that comes along with the show. But first and foremost, it's time for some ebony excellence. So uh, Q, how you feeling about that? I always love this part of the show. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great place for us to start every yes, time. Yes, indeed. So let's get to it. Uh, ebony excellence this week is brought to you by Hip Hop Weekly Magazine. Uh, shout out to Hip Hop Weekly Magazine for riding with us. Those are our day ones right there. So um, this story comes from ABC News uh, and uh, the subject hails from Moss Point, Mississippi. Um, This week, a 16 year old was honored for saving three girls uh, and a police officer from drowning. Uh, Corian Evans jumped in to help after an officer went underwater while bringing one girl to shore. Uh, The story reads a 16 year old Pascagoula resident is being hailed as a hero for his actions in helping save three teenage girls and a Moss Point police officer after a vehicle went into the Pascagoula River. Forgive us if we butchered that. Yeah, yeah. We we know we have folks in, in Mississippi. We love y'all, but there's some names out there. Just know if you come to Arizona, we'll forgive you too. But the Pascagoula River, early Sunday morning, according to Moss Point Police Chief Brandon Ashley, a a vehicle went into the river at the Interstate 10 boat launch around 2.30 a.m. The driver would later say she was following her GPS navigation and didn't realize she was headed into the river. Maybe. It's dark out there. You remember that, right? Unfortunately, yes. I do remember. Q and I have been there. In Mississippi at night, them trees are real big and the moonlight does not always make it to the ground. So, um, but yeah, anytime we, you know, get, get a chance to uplift one of our own and, you know, just make a big deal out of some ebony excellence, we'll do it. So this week sounds different when there's actually a hero involved. Sure. Sure. That too. But, uh, once again, shout out to Corian Evans 
for uh, making this week's Ebony Excellence. Now, this parade. <laughs> Remember Ram just said he was going to be fair, y'all? I'm going to try. This is what he meant. This, this parade. So, um, you've seen this uh, footage at nauseum at okay. this point. So, so why don't you tell us what happened in the footage that you've seen? So Sesame Place, I believe, is a Sesame Street themed park. Mm -hmm. uh, imagine doing so well that you can develop a theme park off mm -hmm. of your television show that has also been on TV for ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I digress. Hopefully we'll get something like that for our people one day. Um, children at the parade line. And most theme parks have it. If you go to Disney World, there's a, a, a point in the schedule or the itinerary of your trip to the park where there is a parade and you get to meet all the characters and take pictures and shake hands, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, there are not just black children at this processional or parade, but just children in general. Mm -hmm. And the black children who are in attendance are conspicuously overlooked or passed over when it comes to uh, interaction, let's say, with the characters that are at said parade. Okay. I'll let you speak about how that's been explained or apologized for or how our eyes may have been telling us a story that wasn't <laughs> accurate. Okay. Okay, so what I don't want to do is take uh, the position of there's nothing wrong here, nothing to see here, everything's fine. I don't want to do that. Um, but I recognize. Okay, so uh, one one of the part that we didn't we didn't get to explain for those who haven't seen. The video in question there was actually a compilation of several videos that our producer maggie b Nowen sent over actually a couple of those videos a couple compilations in fact of different black children being passed over in different uh parades like this right i think what the listeners might also not know is that i think by nature black children are smaller than other children so that the people in the costumes can't see the shorter, smaller. No, 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 no. That's, I, I, I wasn't going to say that. Okay. What I was, I was going to say is that um, there was a, a character named Rosita. Right? I think that's the character's name. Yeah. So Rosita. Skim through here. Yeah. We, we have a, a CNN yes, article is, here. We'll get to the article in a second. But for now, we're name. just discussing what we've seen. So, yes, Rosita is like a teal sort of colored or purple. I remember. I think it's teal. Sort of costumed individual wearing uh fur or whatever to look like rosita from you know muppets or uh, cartoon or something i don't watch sesame street sesame street there you go okay cool and all of the characters are in some form animatronic puppets okay on sesame street got it now um and then rosita or the person in the costume walking down the street you know um she you know uh hugging people children interacting with children and then proceeds to say no and then walks away right as she gets to the black children. So this is what you see in the video. Um, and in a lot of the other videos, you see more or less the same thing, right? Now, I will tell you 
what happened with me. I'm on your side. No matter who you are, I'm on your side. Okay? I love you. That's the reason Ooh. I'm here is because I love you. <laughs> this, this, this get ready. preamble of an explanation has <laughs> me very, very interested in what's next. Yeah, man. Just hear me out. Okay. <clears throat> so when I first heard about this happening, I immediately went to, mm, this might be overreaching. This might be an isolated incident that doesn't really point to a systemic issue. This might be perhaps a person making a mountain out of a molehill. When I first was made aware that a video in, in our group, in our group text, right? Now, bear in mind, I, Ramses, you know, and Q as well, we both get an asinine amount of articles, people we know, people that know the homies that knew us back in the day, sending stuff to us so that we can talk about it on this show, right? Because there's so many things that people need other folks to, to pay attention to, right? And so we don't, we don't, we take that responsibility very seriously, but also you have to bear in mind, there's so much stuff that we get that not everything has the seriousness of a, a police shooting. Uh, there's a, a, a video that uh, Sean King posted um, earlier in the week of the police jumping out of a car and just executing a man as he ran away, he just shot him a bunch of times and he died in a parking lot. He was running away from him. They shot him. He didn't have any guns, nothing like that. Was it leaving San Bernardino? Yeah. We have to talk about that when we have the time to do it. But those things tend to be more serious and require a little bit more attention from us. You know, it's just that there's an urgency there, right? So when this came up, it just didn't feel like it could be what a lot of people were making it out to be. My first mind was, many of you know, I'm, I'm from California. That's where I was born, from Compton. And if you live in California, you get to go to Disneyland. Everybody lives there, gets to go to Disneyland. You don't have to pay a lot of money. It's like you can go on a field trip from school. Like it's, it's normal, right? So I've been in Disneyland a bunch of times uh, when I was a little kid. And they used to have, I'm not sure if they still have it, but it was called the, uh, I believe it was the Festival of Lights Parade, something like that. Um, and I remember one time, I'll never forget it. You know, weird what you remember. It's so weird what you remember. But I remember one time I had to been like maybe three or four years old, right? Black, Afro, baby, 80s, 85. That's what we're talking about, right? During crack, you know, the crack epidemic, you know what I'm saying? But I was out there. And one of the fairies came and she was just dancing and twirling in the street. I got to see all the lights and all the things. But the fairy came and she grabbed me and she took me out in the middle of the street and she danced with me. This really happened to of me. Of course you remember that. What do you mean? It was amazing. Of course you but remember you know, that. I've had a really awesome go at life, man. <laughs> no, but I man. remember that Listen, too. So. Memories at three, the memories is different. <laughs> yeah, it's the was, first memories okay, of life. Fair point. And that this was, is what a fairy... <laughs> In the Disney parade, yeah, yeah, yeah you, yes, yeah, it was nighttime remember that to for me. sure. And, and HD and Technicolor, yeah, man, it happened. And I remember also, it's funny you can't really make a memory without an emotional component. I remember when I was done dancing with her, and she had to like go on and down with the parade. 
I was looking around like, okay, where, where did I step? Cause everyone's standing around, you know, I'm like, where do, and then there's all this stuff coming at you. Like, Oh God. Anyway, my personal experience with something like that, being a black person, being a black child was very different. I have a very fond memory of that type of interaction. Right. Um, the lady that was the, the fairy, she saw me and came to me to get me to dance with her. And she took me way out in the middle. She didn't just dance on the side. She took me out in the parade. You were in the parade. Yeah. For you me. became a star that day. Yeah. Man. You've been one ever since. Thank you, man. I'm you're, just saying. You're kind. I'll say it. The people know it. So that framed how the story hit me initially. Okay. The other thing that happened shortly thereafter is um, I came across Sesame Street's official response to the video that had gone viral. And their response effectually explained what happened. Um, and what they said was something like, there was a person off camera offering a baby to the character to hold the baby, right? And the character waved her hands no to accepting the baby because they can't pick up a baby in those costumes, right? Is what I'm assuming they can't. They, they can't. They, they said they can't pick up a baby, but I'm assuming it's just because of costumes or maybe it's just not dangerous. It's probably a liability thing. If sure. They grab your child and drop your child. Sesame Street's getting sure. that pocketbook tax. Especially if you're in a costume and you can't. So let's just feel that all together. You don't get we the tactile response. Nobody's from babies. Right. So, so they said um, that's what was happening off camera. And as the employee in the costume waved no, um, she extended that no to the children, to her or his, I don't know if it was a man or a woman in the costume. Uh, I'm assuming her because the character is Rose, Rosita. So maybe if they need to produce a voice, vocal tones or laughs or giggles, it might be a female actor, actress in that role. So we'll go with her. Um, waved no to everyone in that section and was backing away or trying to back away from that part of the, uh, the, the people viewing the parade. And the little girls, the black girls in the video happened to be in the shot as she was waving no to pretty much everyone, just like, no, 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 I'm going back to the parade now. And the way that it looked to the mom was that, you know, this character had gone down the line and hugged and interacted with all of the non-Black children. As soon as she got to the Black children, she's waving no. And then the Black children turn around like, yo, what, why, why didn't we get any love, right? So that's what the video, this is what they say the video doesn't show on camera, right? I'm just saying how it is. We, we have to talk about this afterward, but I, I need to say their part too. So they're not being unfair. Now, um, additionally, uh, I believe they mentioned something in their like formal response to the viral video that they were going to, uh, 
invite the little girls back to the park and give them a private um, one-on-one session with Rosita so that they can interact, get pictures, all that sort of stuff. Um, and what, what, what they were basically what they were trying to do is they were trying to say, we've looked into this, we've determined what it is that we see in the video checks out with the story that we got back, but that's just for our purposes. We recognize that the little girls were overlooked and we're going to make that right too. Right. So I think there's an important question that we need to ask, which is for this one incident. Okay. This is, I'm still telling you how this all became apparent to me, how I learned about all this stuff. Um, at that point, I was thinking, you know, there's nothing really to see here because at, at a point we have to decide, okay, we have to accept all human beings who inhabit this planet. We have to accept that we are going to not always get it right. Doesn't matter who you are, what color you are, where you come from, how old you are, none of that. We're not, we're not always going to get it right. You know, there's a lot of us and we're, we're all different folks and we all want different things and have different love languages, et cetera. So if someone doesn't get it right, how do, how, how do we want them to address it? Now, to me at that point, when I saw that in their response that they had looked at the video, checked with the employee, said that that matched up. And then went further to say, the little girls are welcome back. We set something up with the family so that they can come and have their experience. It's, it's a regretful thing that happened. You know what I mean? I start to think, okay, so what if that was happening to me and I was Sesame Place? Or what if that was happening to Civic Cipher? Or what if that was, you know what I mean? How could I do better than that? You know, acknowledge it, try to figure it out. And dis- even if there is no intentional wrongdoing there, still address the perceived harm um, or actual harm uh, in some meaningful way, right? So when I looked at that, at that point, I says, you know, there's really not a lot to see here. You know, I, I don't, in my experience, this is not a, a widespread thing. I, me, Ramses, has danced in this type of parade before, right? I hope I'm not losing you out there. I'm going to take it one more step further. Then, and only then, did I see the compilation video that uh, uh, Maggie B. Nolan sent over to us. I, she sent it a couple. She sent a couple of them, but I, you know, we got a lot of stuff coming our way, right? So, uh, you know, I'm checking for the the big stories and trying to wrap my head around, and do a little bit more research for the show. When I saw that compilation video, I was like, oh, that's not a good look, right? And it's very hurtful when you see all the videos of all the different characters doing the same things over and over again, right? But then I thought to myself, and I'll turn it over to you, okay? I'm saying my piece. I thought to myself, You know what? We, Black people, we've been hurt a lot. And I know that this is a a matter of physiology, is that when you 
receive certain types of um, stimulus, input, uh, beratement, um, beatings, stress. Stress is a big one. Um, your body, your, your physiology changes to be able to only receive those types of things, right? So Black people, we've been very hurt. And therefore, it's very easy for us to see hurt in places where it may not be, uh, may not be intentional. You know, we might see patterns that don't really exist. I'm Black. I'm exceptionally paranoid. And I know for a fact that I see patterns that do not exist. And I have to constantly check myself, you know, um, because if anybody sees racism in places where it's not at, it's me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm the first one to be like, oh, is that a little racist? And, then, and to speak up on it, right? Uh, no, I, I, I mean it. I mean it. I see your face, but I mean it. I, I had to walk away. I, Civic Cipher is here for that very reason. Okay. Um. The thing is, Civic Cipher is here because you think you saw racism somewhere where it wasn't. Let's rewind. No, no, no. Say I'm saying again, I'm please. saying I see patterns. Sometimes I'm right, and sometimes I'm, you know, not, you know. But I, I try to be fair. Now, the one thing that I couldn't say with a hundred percent certainty is that that compilation video was unlike the compilation videos that people who tend to be very conservative in their beliefs, people who tend to be very racist, let's be honest, in their beliefs, the compilation videos that they put together. I follow a, a blog on Reddit. I won't say the name because they don't deserve that, but it's a white supremacist blog because I need to understand what people have very harsh, strong feelings about non-white people feel. And how they put how they put reason to these feelings, right? And they put compilations together where there's no real patterns, there's no real systemic problems, but it helps them to reinforce a reality that they feel that they belong to. And I couldn't say for certain that what I saw in that compilation video was dissimilar to that. Now, I'm not saying it, it is or it isn't. One thing I do want to shout out real quick before I turn it over to you is that. Our good friend, good friend of the show, uh, Jason Emmanuel, DJ Freshmaker, had a very uh, interesting point on this. And he said, basically, we should circulate the bag and put our children in front of black characters. And it, it needs to be said so that way we don't have to worry about either side. Now, I'll take both barrels, Q. This story is from CNN. Mother of two six-year-old black girls believes that the Sesame Place character was intentionally racist towards her girls. The mother who posted a video showing a costume character appearing to ignore the two black girls during a parade at Sesame Place in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, uh, says the theme park's explanation of the incident as a misunderstanding is not enough. In the nine-second video shared by Brown on Instagram, her daughter and niece are seen reaching out for a hug from the character. Rosita in the video um, is seen high-fiving others before she seemingly wags her fingers at the girls, shakes her head no, and then continues to walk away from them. Brown told CNN that the character Rosita was walking down the parade route, high-fived, and hugged other children 
and intentionally ignored her daughter and niece. Right after the character passed them, quoted, there was another little girl next to them who was a different race, and Rosita hugged her, Brown said. In a new statement, Tuesday night, Sesame Place said they spoke with and apologized to the family Sunday for the experience they had, refunded the cost, and offered them a return visit. Quote, on Sunday, we did speak with and apologize to the family for the experience, offering a return trip, a meet and greet personalized experience with the characters, according to the statement. We, offer, we also offered to refund, refund the visit costs. That refund has been processed, but would not have been received yet, end quote. Um, I'll say this shortly. We do not get to tell the offended how to feel. Mm, fair point. Very simply, if I sexually harass, sexually assault, even if it's not physically, a coworker or a colleague of mine, my apology, I do not get, I do not get to explain it away as a misunderstanding. There has to be a full acknowledgement and an apology for me to even accept it. Right. I look at women like that all the time. I don't know why she felt that way, but, you know, I'll say sorry. I don't think that would make her feel very well or very good or very respected or very heard or acknowledged. There's a lot more I want to say. We just don't have the time. 